everybody welcome back to love and sheila it is episode 16 and i'm doing a little reflection this week and little uh thoughts and here and there and some things that we always revisit on this journey and i kind of wanted to take a closer look at it um because oftentimes i've been in situations when I, even when i'm doing my dr cloud study or when i'm listening to one of my church services and I've often heard uh, the pastor say, don't look at me like Alice in Wonderland. And uh, Dr. Cloud mentioned um, a portion of the, of the movie where Alice was wondering which door to go through. And uh, something about they said, it depends on where you're trying to go. And so obviously that led me to wonder, what is this Alice in Wonderland all about? I definitely saw it when I was a child, familiar with it, but obviously the nuances of it, I was not familiar with. So I was like, Let, let's get familiar with it because obviously as I, as I go through this journey, I've mentioned to you that I'm interested in like, um, I'm interested in art. I'm interested in um, inspiration. I'm getting inspiration from these things and life imitates art and so i'm trying to find what can i glean from every aspect of information that's out there yes you can do your you can do your studies you can journal you can go to church you can um, seek therapy you can go through courses but at the same time there are things that are out there that are free that are just passive learning and it doesn't require so much so much effort and so much energy and so as I go through this process, I'm, I'm integrating more and more of that into it. And um, I was talking to my therapist this week and I, and I was t telling her, I feel, you know, like I don't cry. I feel like sometimes the feelings that I have warrant some type of emotion, like, uh, like a tear, like tears. And she's, she's, you know, she's like, well, you, you know, you are being better with yourself. You're being more compassionate with yourself because I guess I mentioned, I'm all about the progress. I can't help, but want progress along the way. And so she says, you know, so it's okay. And then also you have your podcast and that's another way for you to express yourself. So I was like, oh, wow, great. I have my podcast and this is my way of expressing myself. And, you know, I think, I think that's great because so for so many years, I've been very practical and very uh, black and white. You know, if it's on paper, if I read it, if I, whatever, it's just been very practical. So now I'm, I'm adding some more creative aspects to help me through this journey, to help me understand. And, you know, I was talking to someone and they said, the episodes of this show are pretty, uh, they kind of go, go together. Uh, and they really do because it's a journey and it's my journey. But hopefully along the way, the things that I'm learning will help others in their process as well. But today we're going to venture off a little bit and we're going to do something that's um, a little more distinct, uh, I guess you'd say. And we're, you know, I, I looked at this movie and it's uh, almost like a movie report because I, wanted, I want to draw some parallels and, and, and things about life. And about our journey and our our journey as women, um, our journey through this process, uh, you know, dating and our relationships with our families, and so forth. So, if you will go with me down this road, please. Um, 
yeah, let's go down this road. I have a few things I want to share with you. And I'm going to title this, Is There a Champion? And one of the things, um, you know, I started out watching Alice in Wonderland and from 1951. And quite frankly, visually, I just, I couldn't, I couldn't hear it. And I just couldn't really get into it. And so I had to fast forward to 2010 with Johnny Depp because it was just a little more engaging and helped me to go where I needed to go. So um, I'm going to start with, is there a champion? And, you know, in this film, we see Alice as a, a, a youngster. I don't know. She must have been about, I would say about six or seven. And she's having um, nightmares, what she believes to be nightmares. And her father is comforting her and giving her the support that she needs, which I feel like is in, in very important in our lives. So, so stay, stay tuned to that. I thought it was interesting that she went to her father, you know, and, and where was her mother? But it was her father, even though he was working, he was taking the time to put her back to sleep and to tell her it's okay. And then to deposit some things in her that she would use later on in her life. Um, which, you know, again, I thought was interesting. And I think what we're going to learn is it wasn't a dream. It was some form of alter, alternate reality. But we fast forward 13 years, and here she is in a situation where her father has passed away. Um, her mother and her are at a party, and, um, and she finds out that it's going to be um, her engagement party and that someone that she knows is going to ask her to marry him. And she's not, doesn't seem like she's that into him, but she's like, well, what else am I going to do? And, and this is what everyone wants from me. And, you know, I'll just go along with it. I got to make something of my life. My father's not around and so forth. And so all the way up to the moment of right before um, he asked her to marry her, you know, she's present, and then she takes a detour. She goes and she falls into a, um, a hole, and in that hole, you know, she discovers these things that she thinks now she's dreaming, and she's in this alternate reality, and there's a bunch of mysterious, like, uh, people in there, and, you know, I don't want to get too much into it, but I just want to make some parallels. One of the things that we've talked about here on Love and Sheila is who are you? And what I found with Alice is Alice, prior to um, going into that, that hole and spending some time to see who she was, she was really being defined by what others wanted her to be. And, you know, it took her going into that hole, you know, into this journey. Um, stay with me, guys. Into this journey for her to see what her life was all about and within that journey you know there was a lot of a lot of fears and trepidation like is this real where am i should i pinch myself can we just stop it there's some pain there's some injuries there's some growth okay literal growth and um there's some uh shrinking literal shrinking and and what i thought is as we go through our life Realistically, there are times when there is immense growth, like I mentioned to you previously, progress. And then there are times where you feel like, 
have I really done anything? Have I really accomplished anything? You know, were you kind of sh- shrinking? Okay, and that's literal, literal and figuratively in um, Alice in Wonderland. And so I'm really drawing the parallels in real life because that is what happens. There are times when I feel like I can take on the world and then there's times when I feel like, uh, can I just get back in bed, put the, put the spread over my, the cover over my head and just like pretend like I don't exist. And I feel like that's what's happening um, here in Alice in Wonderland. And, and you know, likewise, that's what's happening in my journey. And then you meet some people, you know, some people who are like, don't have a lot of confidence in you. And they're like, are you the real Alice? You know, are you the real Sheila? Are you the real Yvette? Are you the real Pam? Uh, you're just an imposter. And then at the same time, you're kind of thinking, yeah, I'm just an imposter. Who do you want me to be? What, what am I supposed to be? And so, you know, you're, you're not very confident. You know, you don't have that much trust in yourself. So you're kind of like, I, I, think I'm, I think I'm the real Alice. I think I'm... I think I'm Sheila. I'm pretty sure I'm Sheila. Yeah, maybe there's another Sheila somewhere that you're looking for, you know. Um, so there's not a lot of confidence. And so what we're looking at is a situation where the self-esteem may not be what we want it to be. And that's something that we've talked about here in Love and Sheila. And that's something that obviously is happening in this film. And this film is just, you know, art Im- imitating life because this is what happens in our reality and so I just want you again I want you to stay with me we are going somewhere um so we see this we see her being a little unsure lacking some confidence not sure where she is not really sure of her footing you know having fallen down you know her her clothes don't fit and one minute they're too big the next minute they're too small but the good thing is she has a friend this mad hatter guy and he believes in her. I think he was the first to say, yeah, this is Alice. Come on, sit down, welcome. You know, he's the one who fitted her when she shrunk. He gave her, he gave her the, he tailor made her outfits to fit her at that size. And when she grew, you know, he assisted her there or he gave her, and to travel, he gave her his hat. And this speaks to what I'm talking about as far as emotional support, what I've been talking about throughout this journey is whoever your Mad Hatter is, keep them near. Okay, we're going to need those along the way. She couldn't make it. We can't make it without someone who believes in us, who pushes us, who gives us a little nudge, who tells us, yes, you can, you are able, you're going to get through this, you can do it. Who believes that you are a champion. And I believe that's what Mad Hatter was for her. And then, you know, we're obviously going to have those who um, who challenge us. And, you know, that would be Eressa Bella, you know, the one who challenged us. First, when they see what they think you can be, they see how large you are and they're fascinated. And they're like, I need to have this girl on my team. And then they see your humanity and then someone says one false thing against you, and then they want to have you killed. You know, that's how quickly people turn against you. And that's why it's important to know who your tribe is. Because if you don't know who your tribe is, you're going to be tossed to and fro 
uh, just like just like um, our friend Alice was. And so it's very important that we keep our focus. It's very important that we know who we are. It's very important that we define ourselves for ourselves. You know, and then they said something, um, Absalom or something like that, told Alice that nothing happens with tears. And that's so interesting because that spoke to me because I was just telling, like I told you, I told my therapist, I feel like I should cry a little more. You know, I feel like maybe I should be a little more emotional. And so in the, in the process of her progress, you know, you know, she started to feel a little sorry for herself. Like, what am I doing here? Why am I here? Why would I pinch myself? Why do I not wake up? What is this nightmare? Okay. What is this nightmare? And so when she got that word, she kind of was encouraged. She kind of dusted herself off and she began to proceed. And that was just another form of maybe, maybe some form of tough love. But someone to say, get up, girl. It's kind of like what a mother would do. Get up, girl. You can do this. What are you doing? You just, you sitting there crying. But, you know, they, they encouraged her. They told her, let's, let's move forward. So I'll get right to it. Ultimately, Alice was the champion that was going to represent the, uh, the white queen. Um, I think her name was Miranda to get her power back from the Erisabella, the dark queen. So there was a, she, so our unlikely hero was Alice. So ultimately Alice was going to fight this Jabberwacky, which was this immense uh, beast. And she was a beautiful young damsel and he was this immense beast with, you know, just immense and he was, ferocious. And so ultimately she fights him. And ultimately, you know, she was admonished that hold on to your sword. Your sword knows what to do. And prior to her defeating actually this jabberwack, jabber, whatever, jabberwacky, um, she had to remind herself, you know, almost like make affirmations, um, that, there were six impossible things that she had to remind herself of. That had already happened. And then the sixth one was, I will defeat the Jabber Wacky. So she had to remember all these things seemed insurmountable, but they were all possible. And um, they were supposedly impossible. And her dad had told her that when she was a young girl, like he thinks of six impossible things before breakfast. That's just his life. And that was his creativity. So she had to remember that. And she did. And she thought and she recited six things. And then she began and then she went to on to slay the Jabberwacky. And you know, she cut off his head with the sword. And it just goes to show that there are so many things that are before us that seem impossible, insurmountable. Um, daunting. How can I ever survive this? But we have to recall the things that we have overcome in the past, the things that were insurmountable in the past, and realize this is just another, though it may seem daunting and overwhelming, this is just another thing that's going to be a part of our resume moving forward of insurmountable things um, that we overcame. And so that's what Alice did. 
And what I found remarkable about this is she was an unlikely hero. You know, again, she was a, a young girl. I don't, I don't know, maybe, maybe 20, possibly 20 years old. Um, uh, not particularly athletic in appearance or strong. But, you know, that just goes to show it doesn't matter what your appearance is. You know, it matters what's inside of you, the fortitude and the resilience that you have inside of you. And even the things that have been poured into you, you know, by the folks that are your support system, uh, whether it's your parents, um, siblings, whomever it may be, our friends, the people that push you forward. And that just goes back to how I always tell us to keep our tribe nearby. They are important. And then what I also saw, you know, I don't want to do a whole movie review. That's not the purpose. The purpose is just to, to show you, to see, to be able to see us in all these victorious situations. So Alice came out of it. She slayed, I'm going to call him the dragon for now. She came out of it. She said, I have to go back home. There are things I have to do. So she drank the potion. She went back home and she was empowered after all this all these impossibilities she was empowered she was empowered to say no to the man that she didn't want to marry she was empowered to tell her mother i'm going to make something of my life you know trust me she was empowered to tell the man who bought her father's business hey i have some ideas i think i want to partner with you I have some new trade routes that we can discover. You know, so she came back through this experience that brought her back dirty and, and bruised. You know, she had been through something. Okay, guys, she'd been through something, but she came back empowered. You know, she had gone through the tears, gone through the battle, gone through the not believing in herself, uh, going through the fear the trepidation, the people-pleasing, all of these things only to come out a defined woman to know what she wants, ready to assert herself, you know, knowing who she is. And I'm going to say loving herself, doing what's best for her. So she went through the pain. She endured the heartache or whatever it was, the separation from her family, the loss of her father, she endured those losses, but she came out on the other side empowered and victorious. And, and I just think that's just a magnificent story. You know, my niece, Carmen, she loves Alice in Wonderland. She did her baby shower, Alice in Wonderland. And I never knew what the, the significance was, you know. And now I realize this is a, a woman warrior, a fighter, a, a victorious woman. And, and me, I've always had this affinity for David in the Bible, you know, and this really parallels to me with his battle with Goliath, because the whole objective was, you know, they were there for 40 days and Goliath was there like, who, who, who wants this battle? Who, who, who will you send, you know, um, and telling them to the victor goes the spoils, but you know, the king and, and his men were there and they were scared because Goliath was huge. He was just like this jabberwacky. Goliath was huge and they did not feel equipped to go to battle with Goliath. Only 
when um, David comes over to provide provision and he sees this guy calling them out and he's like, what, what, what? Really? He's calling out, you know, uh, my God. He defies the armies of Israel. Oh, no, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to, you guys might go for this, but I'm not going to. And the interesting thing about David, likewise, he was young, you know, he was small in stature, wasn't particularly strong, you know, to the, to the visible eye, to the naked eye, he's no match for Goliath. But within him, you know, he recalled that he was minding the sheep or, yeah, minding the sheep and unprocessed lions had come after the sheep and and bears had come after the sheep, and, and he didn't lose one, and he protected them. And he fought lions, and he fought bears. And so he reminded the people and himself of this, kind of similar to Alice, as she reminded herself of those six impossible things. He reminded himself, and so who is this Philistine, this uncircumcised Philistine that defies the armies of God, you know, that he thinks he can come and threaten us? You know, no, I have something for him. And I thought it was interesting also that at that point, Saul, the king at the time, offered David his armor and, um, you know, a protection, his battle array. Um, and David said, tried it on. He said, no, I'm not comfortable. Basically, I haven't practiced in this. I'm not comfortable in this. Um, I'm just going to stick with my slingshot and give me five smooth stones and, and the power of God, okay? So, again, remembering what he'd been through, what God had brought him through, and knowing what God's will is for his people, and that is to be victorious. There arose a champion, and that champion was David, you know, and of course he gave all glory to God, and it wasn't about him, but it was about saving his people and bringing, um, you know, protecting and advancing, progressing, you know, God's holy nation and, and, and against the uh, efforts of the enemy. And likewise, for Alice, you know, uh, she was bringing the, the kingdom or the queendom back to its appropriate heir, you know, to, the, to Miranda, I think it is, bringing it back to her and, and thereby banishing the wicked queen and her suitor, who really was not her suitor, banishing them and exile. And that's what happened. So David defeats Goliath. You know, he cuts off his head and, you know, he uses a sword and, you know, pierces him and he's defeated and glory is given back to the kingdom. And so I just, I just want to say to all of us that, you know, we have to remember um, what we've been through, remember all the impossibilities, remember all of the hardships, you know, remember how we overcame, because we talked about that, our resilience, the patterns of our resilience, and the things that strengthened us. And we have to be encouraged in this, okay? So it's interesting to me that Alice is a type, kind of in shadow of David. It's the same. It's the same story, people. It's the same story. But it's given, to a, given in a form that the world can recognize a little better. 
You know, maybe everyone doesn't go see a movie about David and Goliath, but you will go see Alice in Wonderland. And so I find it remarkable. I find it encouraging. I find that we need to look inside of us and see, is there a champion? And, and I position to you all, there is a champion. You are that champion. And, and if we sit here and if we do nothing, if we don't attempt to progress in our mind, in our soul, in our heart, we will not know the champion that we are. We got to stand flat-footed against all the obstacles that come against us, uh, come against us, our self-esteem, our loving ourselves, our purpose, our knowing ourselves, our doing what we know we need to do for us, doing what's best for us, taking care of us. We need to know all those things. And that's what we need to, and that's how we channel our champion, you know, because our champion is taking care of us. Our champion is protecting us. Our champion is not letting anyone defile us or um, degrade us, control us, put fear in us. But our champion is in us. And our champion can be found by looking back at our patterns of resilience, of everything we've been through. A lot of these things seem like, how the heck did I get through that? You know, just like a lot of times I say, how did I get here? There are different times in my life I'm like, how did I get right here? You know, but, you know, I'm here for a reason. I'm here because God has chosen to empower me through this situation. You know, it's a matter of getting through this so I can get to the next level. And so... I'm encouraging all of you. Let's get through this so we can get to the next level to see what's new for us, to see what's better. Because I, I mean, I've lived a good 50 something years. You know, I've, I've got to see a lot of things, experience some things, you know, live in nice places and drive nice things and make money and have a husband and have a child and all these wonderful things. But I even believe God, you know, that there's something even better, you know, but we have to go through the process. We need to make sure that we are evolving, that we, in all of our relationships, like I said before, so that we are loving ourselves and um, taking care of ourselves. And again, like I said, like that we like ourselves, like, you know, when you sit back, you're like, I like me. I like who I am. I like the things that I do. You know, I like how I have arranged my life. All these things are important and um, you know and it's not for not to be uh, ordained by someone else you know not by friends or family it's to be internal I like who I am I like what I do I like what I'm about I like what God has done for me I like what he's brought me through you know I like that it empowered me that it changed me from the inside I like that I'm not conformed to be like everyone else you know, but I am transformed to be the best version of me. So that's what we found in Alice in Wonderland. That's what you'll find if you if you read the story of David and Goliath in First Samuel 17. And you know, that's where we're going. This journey incorporates all aspects of life. Okay, we got to glean what we what we can from everything because. It's a growth mindset. I was studying that this week. You know, just having a growth mindset. 
because um, that's where I am. I don't desire to be uh, where I am today and a year from now or two years from now. I have a growth mindset. I'm going somewhere. So I would say, you know, there is not a roadmap, but we are getting closer to getting the vision together. It's coming, you know, there were some things that we had to go through where we had to take a, a little bit of a pause, you know, sometimes you got to heal and kind of get some direction, but the vision is coming. It's, it's going to be made very specific and that's where we're headed. So that's the next direction that we're going with Love and Sheila. So don't forget to go to longwithbodywear.com, get your Love and Me shirt. Okay. It's $10 right now. Just use the podcast, uh, pardon me, just use podcast or Love and Sheila as your promo code and you'll get it for $10. Make the affirmation with me. And also I want to hear from you. Um, please reach out to me. Let me know what you're thinking. Give me some feedback. Tell me what you want to talk about or um, what kind of guests you'd like to see. You can email me at SheilaB at LongWolfBodywear.com. So I'm looking forward to hearing from you. And don't forget to like, subscribe, share, and comment at our YouTube channel. We appreciate your feedback and, want to, again, want to hear from you. Thank you, and I look forward to seeing you on the next Love and Sheila. And um, don't forget to take care of yourself, love yourself. And until next week, bye for now.